0: Lockdown Cardinals, part of your Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day, wrapping up a big week of shows. In this episode, it's brought to you by Peacock and Williamson. Right now, NFL analyst Brian Peacock, former NFL scout Matt Williamson. They host Lockdown's Peacock and Williamson every Monday through Friday. Brian and Matt, they give you the national perspective. We give you the Cardinals perspective. They go around the league, all 32 teams, with the latest news insight on every team, every game, every move Around the NFL, get your picks, previews, and much more every weekday on Peacock and Williamson's podcast, part of the Lockdown Podcast Network. Your team every day. Subscribe wherever you get your podcast. It's Bo. It's Alex. Make sure you're following along on Twitter at Clancy's Corner at Bob Rack, Bobrack b o b r a c k and of course at Lockdown Az Cards. Hey, we're back up on Apple Podcasts. We're excited about it to celebrate. Why don't you subscribe? Why don't you hit us with a review, hit us with a rating. We appreciate it. It does more than you'd ever believe for this podcast. It just gets us out there into the Apple podcast sphere, whatever that is. Uh, It it makes us more recognizable. We get more listeners. We get to do more shows. We're happier. It's it's all good. So if you can do anything, even if it's a bad review, we'll take it. Alex Clancy's the king of bad reviews. uh, But (laughs) he's not going to be the worst person we're going to talk about today. Patrick Peterson, Alex, just laughable at this point. Yes, Laughable jab at his former oh. team. I He's got to be one of the most insecure stars in sports. Star, I'm going to throw that around lightly as far as P2 at this point in his career. We're going to get into what he said. Uh, plus, looks like the Arizona Cardinals getting some new uniforms. Might actually be gaining some legitimate momentum outside of just being uh, trendy on social media. And then uh, Jason LaConfora, pretty dialed-in uh, NFL insider. He's uh, speculating that an Arizona Cardinal could be on the way out before the season even begins.
1: Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, there's so much to talk about. I don't want to get too deep into any. But do you, did you hear the, about the brass from the Cardinals saying that they weren't aware that people weren't happy with the uniforms? Yeah. Like, how out of touch do you have to be? Like and I get like Patrick Peterson. Wealthy people. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, really. Yeah, they're yeah. They they're they're on the same level of out of touch. Um how like I get that really wealthy people don't see it's like ask a wealthy person how much a, a, a gallon of milk costs, right? And that'll tell how in touch they are with reality. Michael Bidwood would probably say thirty K. Like I d <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know where he is. I mean Steve Kim's gotta know.
0: Or it could just be an excuse where it's like, oh, we didn't even realize. We didn't realize. I mean it it does it does kind of make you it gives you perspective that you know a lot of us spend time on Twitter and, and we see the conversations having and that are being had and like that's not being had outside of that social medium. And it sometimes we forget that. So as much as something could be getting some serious momentum on Twitter doesn't mean that you know. I, I don't know. I'm sure Michael Bidwell he might have a burner account or something like that to keep up with things, or it might be uh, somebody might be keeping tabs from the organization's Twitter feed. Which Freda is do you understand why they they tweeted out LeBron James's Devin Booker tweet? They said uh, that Devin Booker is the most disrespected player in the league. You understand why they did that? I I don't. I mean, they beat the Lakers last night. The Suns did. Check out Locked On Phoenix Suns, but. I don't understand the tweet from the Cardinals quoting LeBron James. Yeah, I don't
1: either. <laughs> um, like normally, like I mean, two people's credit though. All four social media accounts in Arizona are top-notch. Like they're back and forth what they do with petty stuff with other organizations. It's fantastic. This was just a miss. I just don't. Yeah, I don't really understand it.
0: I mean, they. They hand they beat LeBron James handily. I mean, obviously without Anthony Davis in the lineup, he tried to go the other night. But Adam, I don't, I don't know. I just thought it was a. I didn't. I didn't get it. I didn't get what why Arizona Cardinals fans or Phoenix Suns fans alike are going to be like cl- clicking the retweet or or whatever on that one. It just doesn't make sense to me. Just at some point, act like you beat. The, take the Larry Fitzgerald approach and just take the ball after a touchdown and hand it to the official. Let's move on. Uh, all right, I'll digress. Let's get into this Lock and Fora story real quick because it's it's just it's rampant speculation. Uh, I don't think there's anything beyond a player taking the Arizona Cardinals off of his Instagram feed, but it remains on his Twitter feed, as one of our listeners pointed out yesterday, uh, that Chandler Jones could be on his way out of the desert, uh, and he believes it's just as likely as a guy like Julio Jones. Listen, we talked about
1: what we talked about starting at the beginning of Carla Marie's rookie year was we're going to have to have some uncomfortable conversations about Patrick Peterson and Chandler Jones in the next three seasons. Obviously, Patrick Peterson first. We saw what happened there. Obviously, it softens the ball a little bit when you see his play start to um, regress a little bit. The PED suspension it made it a little bit easier with Chandler Jones's injury. This is going to be an awkward conversation. Should they trade him? Like, would you trade Chandler Jones for a second-round pick right now? Would you? Yes. You would? I would. Okay, so obviously his worth to the organization is still as high as it's ever been because we haven't seen a year where he's regressed yet. You get a pass. Unfortunately, it was his 30-year-old year year where where he was out for the majority of the season.
0: Yeah, here's the thing about Chandler Jones, and I'm going to give you full context of what the story, what the headline is. It's from and Ford. It says why Julio Jones may not be the only blockbuster Jones trade on the NFL horizon. The Cardinals' sack star deserves more. and Ford goes on to say that uh, you know Jones is in a contract year. He's uh, he's making fifteen million dollars, and that Jones shouldn't be in a lame duck contract year. He should have more guarantees. And then he brings in examples of younger pass rush stars, guys that just ink big deals, which I don't think we're talking about apples and oranges here as far as the NFL is concerned, because he brings in Joey Bosa and Miles Garrett. Those are guys that have been in the league just a handful of years. They're not 31. He also brings in the fact that Chandler Jones is younger, a year younger than Julio Jones. If you're over 30 in the NFL, there's some serious question marks about what your production can be going forward. So, I don't disagree, Alex, with the Arizona Cardinals, you know, just playing, letting, seeing this play out. I don't think that Chandler, they're in a, in a pretty decent spot, in my opinion. The, the, the worst thing that could happen from this if you is if you have a disengaged star that doesn't go out there and give his all for 17 games next season, or whatever Chandler Jones is able to suit up for.
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. I mean, this is definitely a... It's a Bill Belichick situation. Yeah. Do you want to trade him a year too early? Because it's a win for both sides. Like, should they trade Chandler Jones? Probably not. Probably not. But if you get offered a second round pick, you really have to think about it. It depends on what team, because you can project where that second round pick will most likely be in the 2022 draft. Um, Bill Belichick would trade him this year. Probably would have traded him you know, last year. He already did right. trade him. I mean, he right. no, did, but it yeah. was different. I mean, he was nobody. Pat Bill Belichick would not have traded him if he would have known the numbers that Chandler Jones would have put up over the last several years. Yeah, I mean, he Pat, Bill Belichick missed on this one, but a year too early is always better than a year too late. It just is, and it's it, it's such a it's such a an enticing player. He's such an enticing player for other organizations because it could be a one year rental. Yeah, I just, and he doesn't make—he's not making forty million dollars this year, and it's totally worth a second round pick for one year. It totally
0: is. I, I can I can believe both sides of the party here because I understand the business. I I only understand from an outsider's perspective, but I understand the business of this of this league. And if Chandler Jones is going to utilize his social media as a way to posture himself for another deal get the most money he can as he's post the big 3-0 and then the Arizona Cardinals are going to try to just see how it plays out and see what he has left in the tank I can see it from both sides now this is where you know you're walking on eggshells and you got to figure out how you're going to make this work and how we're going to have this this uh this beautiful idea of J.J. Watt and Chandler Jones getting after the passer each and every snap together. You know, that's that's the one thing that Steve Keim is going to have to figure out. Would you say that they did it successfully for Patrick Peterson? Because I don't... You know, in hindsight, when you look back at it, and I, I, that's me ignorantly saying it. You you were a little bit more of a critic of Patrick Peterson in his play last year. Did just... Like, we could get another Patrick Peterson where we don't probably get the best from that player because... He's unhappy of his contract situation, his, his situation overall.
1: I mean, it's different because Chandler Jones is still playing at a high level. I mean, it, it they made it easy, in my opinion. It was a lot easier than we thought it was going to be. Because if Patrick Peterson wanted to stay here, it would have been for more than one year. Yeah. And then you'd have to decide what you want to do. Maybe that means no Malcolm Butler. Maybe that means no J.J. Watt. If they gave Patrick Peterson a lot of money, you know, because they didn't have the salary cap space that they do now with all of the restructures and everything they did after they traded for Rodney Hudson. And then, you know, Justin Pugh and Jordan Hicks taking pay cuts. I think this is a completely different situation. This is a guy that's still the second or third best defensive player on the roster. Patrick Peterson was not that last year, regardless of if you love him or not. He wasn't so. It could get sticky because you're right. It, a disengaged star is not what you want in your locker room. And again, baseline, I don't think they should trade Chandler Jones. I right. think it's insane. Yeah. But if somebody offers you a second round pick, you need to sit down and think about it. You, you just need to. I mean, because you'd be doing yourself a disservice otherwise. I just don't think that there's really any sort of similarity between the two because Chandler Jones was injured last year. It's like it's better to not make the finals than make the finals and lose but to a lot of people. And that's what, Chandler Jones didn't make the finals. Patrick Peterson made the finals and lost.
0: Yeah. But the one thing that I, I really disagree disagree with Luth with, with Lockham for, and, and several points in this article, like I mentioned, that he's, he's bringing in the extensions of Joey Bosa and Miles Garrett, two young pass rushers with a lot of productive years ahead of them, where Chandler Jones, he's not in that boat. I, I disagree with that, and I also disagree with, you know, just the idea that the Arizona Cardinals are disrespecting him by not extending him right now. It's just a smart business move. He's he would never criticize and, and to to use the example of Belichick, he would never criticize Belichick for that because he's been pretty good. He's he's his batting average is is Hall of Fame level with that. It's Bo. It's Alex. We talk about Patrick Peterson because I think it's a it's a very similar situation as the Cardinals were in last year, where guys in the final year of his contract and he's at the same age as P two. Uh, we're going to get into this. Patrick Peterson absolutely torched any 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 chance because he signed a one year deal with the Vikings. Any chance of a return to the desert? We'll tell you how, and we'll uh, we'll comment on his dumb comments. It's next. It's locked on Cardinals. It's Bo Alex and Alex. Uh, So Credit Karma has always been there to help you make better financial decisions, and now they want to help even more. With a Credit Karma money spend account, you can be rewarded for good money Habits. Credit Karma Money is a brand new checking account where you can win cash reimbursements for making purchases. When you use your Credit Karma Money debit card, you can win daily instant karma purchase reimbursements on items up to $5,000. Just pay with your debit card, and if you win, you'll be notified on the spot. Your instant karma cash will be added back to your spend account. Credit Karma Money has already given away over $3 million in instant karma to over 50,000 Credit Karma members and counting. Open up your FDIC-insured spend account for free. There's no minimum balance requirements, no overdraft freeze, and free withdrawals from the network of over 50,000 ATMs. Credit Karma Money. Progress starts here. Right now, visit creditkarma.com to open your free account to start winning instant karma. Go to creditkarma.com slash win money to sign up for free and start winning instant karma. That's creditkarma.com slash win money. Instant karma is sponsored by Credit Karma. No purchase necessary. Exclusions and terms apply. Seat rules. Banking services provided by MVB Bank Inc. Member FDIC. Maximum balance and transfer limits apply. You ever feel like some of the most intimidating places going to talk to an auto mechanic or an auto parts store? Like, with the ever-increasing numbers of makes and models, different vehicles, it's impossible for places to stock all the parts you need at a traditional storefront. Like, why you often pointless or seemingly intimidating questioning about your car, things that you never ever thought about in your life, and then you're put on the spot and then have to wait while the counterman orders the parts on his computer? You have no idea how much it really should cost. Choosing the only brand his warehouse happens to carry You have the computers with access to rockauto.com. This is going to be your savior. It's at home. It's right there. It's in your pocket on your phone. Chain stores have different price tiers for professional mechanics as they do for do-it-yourselfers. Rockauto.com prices are the same for everyone, are reliably low. Rockauto.com also offers the lowest prices possible. Rather than charging prices based on what the market will bear like airlines do, rockauto.com is for everyone, and it does not require a membership or account login. Go to rockauto.com right now and see the parts available for your car or truck right locked on. And how did you find out about us so they know that we sent you? Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the car parts you'll ever need. rockauto.com All right, so this is my morning routine. I'll get up, and I actually just, it's as simple as just Google searching the Arizona Cardinals. And I'll see what the, what the latest news is, what's the trending stories, and the top one today is, was Patrick Peterson takes a jab at his former team. And here's here's the quote, Alex, and it's from the All Things Covered podcast. We had his uh, his co-host Brian McFadden during the free agent saga on earlier this offseason. Um, we have, uh, this, is, this is from P2, quote, nothing against Arizona. I was there for 10 years. I get that. But there's nothing like going somewhere where you are appreciated and not tolerated. He went on. Here's my point. I was in an AZ for 10 years. Everyone knows Pat Pete is going to come to come up to work. I'm going to do my thing. But it was almost like I was tolerated there versus being in Miss Minnesota where I'm appreciated. Shut your mouth. <laughs> Shut your mouth. Come on, Bo. Like, listen, I,
1: I've been in Patrick Peterson's camp until he became a cheater. No, no, that's not true. I was in Patrick Peterson's camp until he demanded a trade. And then he retracted it. And then he cheated. That's it. That's a wrap for me. He was no longer a salt of the earth, Arizona Cardinal. I want to be the next Larry Fitzgerald. Get the F out of here, man. Like, get out of here. I, I, this is laughable. Like, I'm not actually upset. This is, it's like, really? Yeah. You really
0: believe this? You really believe this? It's it, no doubt about it. Laughable is the best way I can describe it because at this point, it, it's just it, he couldn't be more of an insecure star. I can't think of one since maybe A Rod, uh, and, and that's in the baseball. As far as in football, Kevin Kevin, he's Kevin Duranty a little bit. Look, Peterson couldn't be any more disconnected. Like, the, that, those comments are absolutely absurd. Like, he was beloved before 2018. And everything beyond that was self-inflicted. Like, from 2011, Alex, when he was drafted fifth overall, he re- to where he re- he requested the trade at the first sign of adversity in five seasons, like since B.A. came in from 2013 through 2017, you know, it was, it was fine. And then the first sign of adversity, they sucked in 2018. The roster was terrible. Everybody gets that. But the organization embraced him from the very ju- the, the jump. They gave him the top assignments. We had the great moments like the walk-off punt return. They were unreal. Yeah. And then the Cardinals, they they paid the ultimate respect by securing him the back. He had, was the highest-paid corner in the NFL in 2014. And then you just realize, I mean, in hindsight, you're just like, Patrick Peterson is just ungrateful. He, he is. Yeah. I mean, he, he shut the door. He torched any ch- possible chance at a return. And the only person to blame for his tarnished reputation here and the fact that he felt like he was tolerated instead of embraced is because of him, himself. That's it. You know,
1: I may have a little sympathy for him. Not anymore, but I may have a little sympathy for him 2018, 2019, even 2017. Because Larry Fitzgerald is going to be the perennial number one guy no matter what. And Patrick Peterson was probably performing better on his side than Larry Fitzgerald was from time to time throughout Patrick Peterson's time here. And he's never going to be the guy. And he's never the guy. He's not a quarterback, so it doesn't matter. I mean, Patrick Peterson is going to get absolutely lit up by DeAndre Hopkins. <laughs> and we're going to see. This isn't this yeah. isn't a joke. Like, DeAndre Hopkins lit him up when they played against Tech when they played him. Uh, In the Texans, uh, in the Texans matchup a couple years ago, Patrick Peterson hasn't been a good corner for three years. Right. And you're right. Disconnected. But this is not. This is tricky because this is not a personal attack on Patrick Peterson. Patrick Peterson, what he's done for the city of Phoenix, everything like that's charitably philanthropically. We don't touch that because that he's been immaculate. He's been perfect off the field with that. This is just a dude who is, as you mentioned, insecure. And I wonder if he would take this back if he had the opportunity to.
0: Yeah, because I I do, I, I think there's several moments. He's a very calculated, in-the-moment person about what he's going to say. And even with that, it's like he presses what he's going to say, and it comes out wrong. It, it does. I mean, if you're in the media scrums, and you'll see him just searching for the perfect word, and then he'll end up just screwing it up, and I just, and that's not a knock on him, it's like, you don't, I just wish he would relax and be himself, I don't think we really got a true sense of who Patrick Peterson is his entire time, and there, there is, like, the, as far as where the bar has been set with Larry Fitzgerald, it's, it's, it's nearly unattainable, but these guys, we've we've seen it with Peterson, we've seen it with David Johnson, we've seen it with stars that have come into this building, and they see the gold standard, and like, okay, I, I've got to be that. And and I've got to follow it, but they never do it like their own way. They're and they try to be this like, and it's this scrubbed down, vanilla version of themselves trying to be who Larry Fitzgerald is genuinely. That's that is legitimately Larry Fitzgerald. But that's not the best for Patrick Peterson. That's not the best for DJ. That's not the best for all the stars that have come in here. You know, I, I don't know, man. I, I just. It's just, it's sad. It's laughable at this point that it continues as the Arizona Cardinals, they're moving on. Do you think they care one bit? It doesn't even sound like they truly got to negotiations with him, and he's just sitting there throwing jabs. Yeah.
1: And really quick. So, for those that are, you know, are just tuning in fast forward, listening at one and a half, just what he said, and I want to just. Nothing against Arizona. I was there for 10 years. I get that. But there's nothing like going somewhere where you're appreciated and not tolerated. Must have been nice to get a $10 million paycheck when you haven't earned it over the three years. Here's my point. I was in Arizona for 10 years. Everybody knows Pat Pete is going to come to work. I'm going to do my thing. But it was almost like I was tolerated there versus being in my, Minnesota where I'm appreciated. You were tolerated because you requested a trade 700 days ago. Right. Or whatever, three years ago. You requested a trade when it got hard, as you mentioned, Bo. Yes, that year sucked for everybody. That was not an NFL team being put out there. The fact that they won three games was amazing. One was in Green Bay on the road when they were double digit, when they were double digit dogs. Mm-hmm. And two times were against San Francisco, who were an awful team. You at the first second he goes, you know what? I'm better than this. Get me out of here. Just immediately mm-hmm. throwing tantrums. And again, I get it. It's impossible. But yes, after that, maybe you were just tolerated because you quit on your team and you were supposed to be this all world leader. And you didn't show it. You're making millions of dollars a year. I never pull this card. You're making millions of dollars a year. Sometimes it's not going to be fun. Sometimes it's not going to be fun. You're not going to be winning all the time. But damn it, you bottle that up and you still go out and be a leader. And he wasn't. So maybe he was being tolerated the last three years.
0: I wonder why. Right. I mean, it, it, it was a relationship where one, one half of it, this one spouse was cheating on the other. And they decide to figure that they want to work it out, and they have to coexist. And yeah, it is it is being tolerated. But he's turning a blind eye to the great years where I felt like when he left to Minnesota, he went and it was a strict money grab. He took the biggest paycheck he could find with the Vikings. It wasn't the scheme? Oh, you know, Mike Zimmer is going to get me back to where I'm going to where I once was. He's going to play in his zone. By the way, somebody was talking trash to us from the Vikings the other day. He's like, oh, you guys are going to like. You, you I can't wait to see P2 in his, in his own scheme. It's like, good, good for him, because he can't play man anymore. He can't be one-on-one right. with the team's best receiver any longer. Put him up against DeAndre Hopkins. You want to do that? Go ahead. He's going to get torched. But it, it's it's just, there was no, Patrick Peterson thought that he was doing the right thing by going up there on the 16th tee box at the Waste Management Open and saying, I want to retire a Cardinal. But he didn't yeah. mean it. You know, the damage was already done. Like, he didn't put in the necessary work as a team leader, what the Cardinals thought they paid him to be, to kind of re-earn that respect that he had lost by asking for a trade once things got really rocky. That's not what leaders do. It's just not... And uh, you know, if the Vikings think that that's what they got in Patrick Peterson, just read the comments, and he's going to be saying the same thing after one year. And you know, if if things go south in Minneapolis, like I guarantee you, he's gonna he's going to just he's gonna cow. He's not going to face up like a man if he plays poorly in the in the beginning. And like the Minnesota like media, it's not New York, it's not L.A., but it's it's probably harsher than what we have in the desert.
1: Yeah, it's not. I mean, yeah, I would say so, because he was he was I mean, he was grandfathered in like, you know, he'd always give an interview. But I mean, yeah, he was never he was beloved here. He was beloved here for the majority of the time he was here. So we'll see what it's like to go in as a pseudo stranger. Like it's going to be an A.J. Green situation, but A.J. Green doesn't say stuff like this. A.J. Green just goes to work, works hard
0: and and, you know, performs. So it'll be interesting. There's actual momentum for the Arizona Cardinals to get new uniforms. We'll tell you when that could actually happen and uh, talk about more dis- disconnected uh, <laughs> individuals. Uh, we've got a report on the uniforms, but there is actual momentum. We'll tell you about it. It's Alex, it's Bo, it's Locked On Cardinals, part of your Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. How about those Phoenix Suns taking out LeBron and the Lakers? Moving on to the next round of the Western Conference playoffs. You're riding the wave for the Phoenix Suns. They were dogs last night. You would have made some cash off the Sunnies. They're favorites in the next round of the postseason in the NBA playoffs. Bet online is the fastest, easy way to bet on all your sports action. Baseball season also in full swing. You can track all the action at Bet Online. Get the latest news, odds, and info for all your sporting needs, including MLB, NBA, NHL, and all your UFC MMA action before the next pitch over to bet online on your laptop mobile device check out all the great sporting news sign up bonuses and contest information don't sit on the sidelines anymore this is your chance to get in the game as the Suns, your team whoever they may, might be they make the run through the playoffs head over to the website use your mobile device sign up today receive a 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit using the promo code locked on bet online your online sportsbook experts all right so exciting news I think it's fair to drop it here right now. Yes. Because we're going to talk about the guy who had the initial report. Johnny Venerable is going to join this podcast Fridays here going forward. So next Friday, we're going to be joined by Johnny Venerable. He's going to be one of a ton of great guests that we're going to have come through here, especially when it's kind of slow season. We got OTAs going on, mini camps going to come up, and then you're going to have training camp before you know it, but we're going to have some great Cardinals content with some great Cardinals media members. Uh, going forward, and we're excited about that. So Johnny has been probably the loudest on social media as far as the Arizona Cardinals getting new uniforms, and he, he put out this little nugget, Alex. He says, just got the following note. The Cardinals organization greatly underestimated the disdain for their current uniforms. Mentions that they have been taken by surprise from the whole thing, especially the negative feedback From the players. And the people over at Raising Arizona did a good job in breaking down the timeline so far. So, Alex, here's how it goes. Uh, Kyler Murray, he was hanging out on a Twitch stream and he says uh, he wants the state flag look. Numerous mailbag letters to azcardinals.com, Darren Urban, throughout 2020 about the uniforms. The official team Twitter account uh, post tells fans to cool it as far as the criticism for the uniforms. Kyler Murray shared a jersey concept. And uh, this underestimated disdain for the uniforms. So I, I don't know. I mean, it just seems like they're finally kind of waking or waking up to the idea that people haven't liked the uniforms now for two solid seasons. Oh, the possibilities!
1: <laughs> like I, I used to get into it with with uh, Jody Ailey, who's a, a local radio host here in Phoenix, and um what Arizona State did with their uniforms they changed the color scheme kind of they tweaked it they added this dark charcoal gray they added black and it completely changed everything mm-hmm. like I wasn't a fan of uh, of the old uniforms with you know with the um, the mascot on the helmet and everything like that that wasn't really my thing you didn't, you didn't with, like Sparky I didn't like Sparky <laughs> um, there's no room for mascots on helmets um, now with the pitchfork and the whole devil thing like they they're sexy uniforms. Like, it went from not good, in my opinion, even though people, you know, love Jake the Snake and all that stuff from the old school stuff to, oh man, these are awesome. These are like, these are legitimately good jerseys. The Cardinals can do that. I don't know. Like, you're not going to change the color scheme. I want to take, I want to take that damn Cardinal off the helmet. Like, I know it won't happen, but I think that is a huge step in the right direction. S- do something. Just put Cardinals on the side. Put cards. Do nothing. Put nothing on the side. Who cares? I, there are so many opportunities with the color scheme and the color palette that they have that I hope that they just throw the book out and give something completely new. Right. Because you have to know, Ruka, you have to know most people will hate it initially but they'll buy the jersey and love it. Like, this is a wait for a major cash cow situation.
0: Yeah, they have a huge opportunity to get this right after it's been pretty stagnant for a while. I mean, I I'm pretty indifferent as far as just their main uniform, but I mean, the reason Arizona State did it because they resided in the Pac 12 with Oregon. Oregon was the trendy team at the time, and Oregon had a new uniform every week. So, to keep up with the Joneses and recruiting 17 year olds, where uniforms are very important to them, and you've got a young guy, a Gen Z guy, and uh, Kyler Murray is your quarterback, you got to keep him happy, and this is part of it. As absurd as it sounds, um, I, the Arizona Cardinals need new main uniform, new main alternate uniform. And they need a retro uniform. That's it. That's That should be required from every team. And, uh, you know, they they can they can take from, you know, some tradition now. Get the Arizona flag patch back on there. Uh, you know, you, you can, but also incorporate some new cool stuff. You know, everybody loves the black alternates. Maybe incorporate that some more. But, yeah, no doubt about it. I think the Arizona Cardinals, and it sounds like, according to Johnny Venerable, and what he's heard uh, from his source is... You know, the organization is finally opening their eyes to it. Uh, if there's going to be new uniforms, they're going to probably hint at it. And then next offseason, they'll probably unveil something. I, that's usually how these things go. And, you know, the Arizona Cardinals have to be, at this point, one of the organizations that really hasn't done much with their uniforms in the last two decades, which is pretty crazy. Yeah. No, Totally. Totally. Like we so, just said a wave. Hopefully but, onward and upward, man. Yeah. yeah it's going and it's going to be cool. Yeah, it's going to be why not? I mean, you've got a, you've got more probably more name recognizable names on this team than you've ever had and more like a, a bigger just just uh just talent pool to sell jerseys. Why not get some new threads to make it even more enticing for fans to go out there and and spend money? I I don't know. I and then what people are going to want to tune into? I, I, uniforms. is as, as silly as it sounds. It make it's it's a big deal. It's a big deal. It's Bo. It's Alex. It's been a fun week of shows. Uh, make sure you're subscribed on Apple Podcasts. You're following along on Spotify. We're on Stitcher. We're on Odyssey. Odyssey is a great new app. And uh, of course, you can watch us live. Most days, we're streaming on our Twitter at Lockdown Easy Cards on Facebook. Follow Alex on Twitter at Clancy's Corner. Follow myself, Bo Brock. B O B R A C K. And then, of course. Uh, you know, we've got uh, our friends over at Locked On, Phoenix Suns. The Suns march on in the playoffs. Check out Brendan Clean uh, Devin for Booker the out s- of his
1: mind. Devin Jeez. Booker. Jeez. Yeah, we
0: we got to have that debate as far as who's got the ability to become the face of Arizona sports. Is it Kyler Murray or is it Devin Booker? We'll have that soon.
1: Yeah, it it's a trip how, with the NFL, if you're a quarterback, you're expected to Uh, produce immediately, but if you're a star in the NBA, I mean, Devin Booker's really starting to blossom. I mean, a lot of it has to do with him only playing one year in college, but it's a fun debate for sure. Yeah, no doubt about it. Bo and Alex, you guys have a great weekend. We'll talk to you on Monday.